the mess and the magic. This is a space for us to explore the depth of our humanity and the exquisiteness of our divinity. An opportunity to lean into our shadows and recognize them as the keepers of the gifts we came here to deliver. And an invitation to recalibrate our inner lens so we can experience the magic embedded in every corner of life. I am Andrea Gomez, your guide and companion. Welcome. Hello, my loves. Welcome to this episode, which is going to be quite different from everything else that I've done because the medicine that we need right now is different than anything else that I've been doing lately. I want to invite you to breathe with me a little bit. If you can close your eyes safely wherever you are, please do so. I invite you to. And if you can't, if you need your eyes open for whatever you're doing, remain with your eyes open and simply just bring your attention into your heart and into your lower belly. And just... Bring in some good air into your system. And maybe let it go with a sigh. <sighs> Bring in the air, the spirit, and letting it out with a sigh. <sighs> Breathe in and let it go. I decided with very clear intention to come to you today through this expression. with the intention to bring love through. To use, to be a channel and a oracle of love. And what I'm about to deliver to you, that's at the highest, highest intention. And you are free to take whatever resonates with you from this and take it away, make it your own and discard anything else that doesn't. This is me sharing my own experience as a student of life, as a human being alive in this day and age and never as a expert in anything. <laughs> this is about the return of the circle and moving beyond the pyramid structures. This is going beyond the hierarchy into the synergy. This is something that I've known through my whole life that I have been mm, walking towards. I've, I felt this in my bones that I had no language for, but all the things that I've done, all the things that I have pursued, the, the 
my own initiations, my own transformations have led me to these more grounded understanding right now of the need and the power of a circle where everyone is welcome. Where all of you is welcome. And all of me is welcome. And therefore, all of life is welcome. So that's where where my, my roots are for this transmission, for this riff that I'm here to deliver. I have no notes. Um, I decided to just hit record with my intention and my heart open for it. In times when things get very heated up, where our world faces yet again another burst of these out-of-alignment behavior, these prioritizing of economical interests over life and over the life of so many. The natural response varies depending on your own patterning, in your own process in life, in your own moment of where you are experiencing this from. So for me, it happens that in the last couple of weeks, I've been contemplating the 16th Jinki, which is um, the shadow of indifference, the gift of versatility, and the city of mastery. And this shadow of indifference speaks so deeply to how how this shadow is playing out in our reality right now. That indifference to life itself, that desensitizing to, to the pulse of another heart and prioritizing whatever other else. Prioritizing a game of the mind rather than the life of a human being. And it's heartbreaking. And it's intense. And many of us also feel the the impotence around that. The, the, the frustration, the I'm just one single drop in the ocean and this feels like a tsunami. Where, where do I stand? What do I do? Right? And there are a million ways in which you can engage with, with whatever your heart is breaking from. It is important. I feel like the, the way that we move beyond this indifference is instead of shying away from our broken heart, it's leaning into it. The, the, the pain is where the light comes in. That brokenheartedness is where the potential of our greatest medicine coming through can come from. So whatever you feel called to do, it's in the highest service. Whatever you feel called to do 
in a moment where there's a lot of tension going around. It's important. And I'm just going to share with you what I what I'm doing. Again, not as a <laughs> like not as a one, two, three step, not as a this is the way, like nothing. This is just me sharing with you what it's hot in my heart right now, what I feel within my own personal reach I can do, and what gives me the feeling of holding my humanity and my divinity and everyone's humanity and everyone's divinity in high regard. So again, take it, leave it, morph it, make it your own, however you feel like it. Mm. There is this prayer that I I recently found from Richard Rudd, the author of The Jinkies. Um, it's called The Lady's Prayer. And I'm gonna deliver it to you right now and again if you want to close your eyes if you want to make this yours I'll it, it will be on my Instagram and um, you can go and grab it from there and if you want to include this prayer as part of your daily ritual as part of your daily walking through this earth which is a ritual in and of itself um, take it it's beautiful Our Lady, who lives at the heart of all things, hallowed be thy name. May queendom come, may thy will be done, that heaven may come to earth. Please allow me this day to drink from your sacred silver spring, and forgive my forgetting, as I learn through your grace to return all non-love with love. And take me by the hand and lead me step by step into the patient valley of your heart. For yours is the earth, my body and my life. Forever and ever. Amen. I have been making this prayer pretty much like the only thing that I want to have in my mind when I'm walking around, when... When there's a moment of silence, I feel the prayer calling me back. And I've been doing it multiple times a day, in multiple moments. You know, if our bodies are the temple, our prayers are walking, breathing, moving moments. So whenever you, you, you stop, whenever you take a pause, if that pause includes this prayer, wow. That's what it has been doing for me. It has been inviting me every single time I pause. I feel that sweetness to say it sometimes to myself. I sometimes say it out loud. I've been sharing it a lot with people directly. I posted it on my Instagram also. But I've been sending it to friends. Friends that I have been thinking about them. That I've been thinking about their hearts. That I know um, in one way or another, whatever is going on in the world right now, is touching them. It's impacting them. I've 
one the other thing that I've done is actually reaching out to my friends and the people that I know that have Ukrainian families or that come from Ukraine or that have lived there that have a special um, connection with the land and the people there. That is my way. It may not be at the world stage. It may not be this grandiose thing. It doesn't matter. This is my way of making them know that I'm there, that I'm praying for them, that I'm that I'm here, that I'm supporting, that I'm that I'm available. And the value of that, right? Oftentimes when we're going through the shit, how precious it is to have someone that witnesses us, that sees us. And and coming from the heart, I feel like that's my one of my biggest acts of service, to be honest. To keep the people that I love and that have, you know, touched my heart in one way or another close to my heart. And making them know that. Making them them know that my heart is open and holding them. Another really powerful, powerful thing that I've been doing is um, it's the invocation of the seventh seal. It's a part of the mystical teachings of the jinkies. It goes beyond the jinkies themselves. Um, the teaching itself is laid out in the 22nd jinky, which is the jinky of grace. Grace is the city of the 22nd. And like all mystical experiences, I feel it's very, very hard to put in words what it is able to touch. But the invocation of the seventh seal is basically invoking grace and allowing grace to come into us through our suffering and our pain. And the invocation of the seventh seal includes the personal and the collective. I found such deep peace by allowing myself to just follow the beautiful incantation of that seventh seal. It's an invitation for you if you're feeling called to do it. The link to the audio will be on the show notes. It's a 24-minute mystical experience. I can't find the words to describe it in any other way. Um, There are many times that I've done it with tears in my eyes. There are times where I've done it with with a very, very tender heart. There are times where I've done it where I feel the fire in my belly and it feels really freaking good. And the beauty of it is that it allows everything. Everything is invited. Everything is welcome. Your whole self is welcome. Your joy and your suffering. The world's joy and the world's suffering. There is no... Yeah... There is no space for sugarcoating this. I feel that like that's also a really potent moment for us collectively to, to hold our suffering and the suffering of the world and the love and the love for the world. It's not at either or. That either orness is more separation. It's more choosing 
it, it, it keeps perpetuating that idea that it has to be either one or the other. And moving towards unity, it is really, really deep. I feel like for many of us right here, right now on this earth, if you're listening to this, probably you also feel this in your heart. We're being called to open up. And this is also something that I find hilarious, like how much in the... How one of my dear teachers likes to call this, Brianna, um, the new cage spirituality, like in this... Yeah, in this context, um, how we how we say so lightly, like, open your heart, open your heart, live, like, from your heart wide open, like, do you actually even freaking know what closes a heart? (laughs) And I say this laughing, but, oh gosh, it's been also heart-wrenching. You know what closes the heart is pain and trauma and some, like, really, really deep suffering. So to decide to open your heart, it means that you decide to face those fears, to face those traumas. And face, I don't mean like re-traumatizing yourself, like I I, in, I, I mean it in the most tender way. Like reopening your heart is something that requires enormous amounts of tenderness and softness. It's actually returning the soft quality into the heart because the heart is closed because it's hardened, right? You can't force a heart to open. You can't force heart, like openness into hardness. The same reason why you can't make peace through war. That shit doesn't work. What needs to be introduced is even more space, more softness, more patience, more love. So the part that is inside that heart, trapped, collapsed, bursting, you know, can start shifting and changing and opening up again. So living with a heart wide open, you know, people that say like, oh, just like, you know, open up to receive and open up your heart and like live from your heart wide open, blah. <laughs> I wonder if they've ever like actually considered what means to open up your heart. But if you're alive right here, right now, and you're listening to this, probably you've also experienced the invitation of life to open up your heart. Life has probably been calling you to open up your heart through the pathway of your own suffering and the suffering of those who have come before you. And it's freaking intense. And then add that, like add to that whatever the hologenetic cauldron we live in, right? Where we get these things mirrored very intensely, sometimes in our own experiences, sometimes in the experience of other people. 
So bringing tenderness into your heart as an act of revolution, as an act of love for humanity, it's pretty radical. It may not look like it at the beginning. It may look that bringing love into your heart is not going to solve the larger problem. And if I may say, because this is what I tell myself, it's like, yes, it may not solve the larger problem, but it solves a problem or, that I have access to. It solves the 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 it can touch the sphere that I have influence on. And that is my responsibility. That's where my indifference shifts into versatility. That jinky that I was telling you at the beginning, the 16th jinky. The moment I'm indifferent to my own closed heart and get distracted by whatever is happening out there, is the moment that I miss the mark. Is the moment that I miss the fact that there is a lot to be done internally. And that the more I showed up for that internal part, I can show up bigger and brighter and more holding for the for the big part. That I have more resources inside of me to be able to channel outside. That I have more capacity to then show up for the people that are actually living this in their own experience. So if I tend to my heart and I and I and I gently, lovingly, patiently create space for for what's in there, then that space will overspill into holding someone else because that is the freaking beauty of the human heart. You know, just think about it. Like just, just right now, get like in your hand, just put it on a fist, like clench your hand. If that is the representation of your heart, right? If your heart is like tight and closed, there is no way that you can hold another one's hand. Right? If you softly open your hand again, it opens up the possibility for you to hold someone else and yourself at the same time. And that's what we need more of. So to sort of like wrap it up here, <laughs> see if anything of what I've shared with you resonates with you and you feel like it's a, it's a great place to start. Again, this is my own personal relationship with this moment in time. And my only invitation is for you to tap into your own heart, to tap into your own humanity, to move 1% further, deeper into 
that indifference to be able to transmute it and alchemize it into grace and love and unity. Hmm. Don't forget that you are a walking prayer. Your body is a temple. Whatever you bring into your own heart, into that altar space, into that sacred space within you, carries an intention, a vibration. This is not about turning your head from suffering. It's actually about witnessing it. And as that prayer of um, the lady's prayer says, to return non-love with love, it's a monumental task for a human being. But some of us are willing to, at least to try. And that's sometimes what we need. More willingness to try. More willingness to put our hearts forward. More willingness to actually do the work that it takes to open our hearts. One step at a time. One heartbeat at a time. One breath at a time. One day at a time. One human being at a time. I'm going to leave you and love you. And if you want to connect, if you want to reach out, if you want to tell me what's present in your heart today, I'm here, as always. Send me a DM or an email to nourishingwitch at gmail.com. And I'll see you next time.